Welcome, everyone, to the Extending Eden podcast, where we explore stories of life in God's kingdom. We pursue biblical ideas and practices that lead to richer and more genuine human relationships. My name is Daniel Chang, and this is our intro episode. We are so glad that you're listening today. We wanted to take some time for you to get to know our podcast hosts as we share our hopes for where this podcast will be going in the coming episodes. Enjoy. Yeah, I'm Gary Bradley, and um, I'm uh, I'm actually entering into my 81st year of life, and uh, and it's uh, been an exciting journey with Jesus for the last 40 plus years, and uh, along the way, uh, I've grown and I think I've grown in how I understand uh, how to be a good neighbor. And uh, Jesus called me to love my neighbor. And so I needed to, uh, along the way, I've sort of kept some notes and every once in a while, a thought would come to my mind. So over the years, I ended up with 17 ideas that, well, actually, I ended up with five ideas that started with the letter L. And then I got taken with myself and thought, this is really cool. So what's the next idea? And that will, oh, so now I have six ideas to start with the letter L. And before long, I was committed and obsessed with the idea of making everything, every idea that I've ever thought start with the letter L just for the L of it. And uh, 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 so I- Oh, brother. <laughs> that'll get me in trouble. And uh, But uh, I have these 16 or 17 ideas given the, the time of day of the week. Maybe they'd be 19 by next week. But I have forced them. I will admit, as you hear them, you'll note that I have forced some of these ideas. I have to have seven words to get to the L that I want to use. <laughs> but there they are. But anyway, there are ideas that, that I've, uh, I have found to be really uh, have a lot of practical living behind them. And uh, things like learning how to lean on my neighbor, learning how to laugh with my neighbor, uh, obviously learning how to love my neighbor. So those ideas uh, uh, have served me. Uh, in my 40 plus years of working with the navigators, plus my years as running uh, my own uh, total quality management consulting company and working for a year as a legis legislative assist assistant in the Virginia State Legislature and uh, <laughs> several other ventures, uh, launching several uh, different initiatives for the navigators, uh, uh, the 20s mission for our nation and the um, Via Formativa, which is a, uh, a, a mission to live and disciple among those who are in the art world and uh, working on college campuses and in, in cities. And so a wide range of experiences and these these L's have really come out of those those experiences. So they weren't any particular great wisdom. It just came out of practice, mostly out of failure, things that didn't go well. And I'd step back and ask, how come that didn't go well? And and, and and the world changed as I was going along, and you know what? In the in the seventies, uh, the national the consensus for the uh, a Christian life was pretty broad in the U.S. And by the mid to late eighties, that consensus had deteriorated significantly, and uh, and continues to change and shift, and so. I needed a lot of L's to uh, to uh, adapt to the world that's before me because if I wasn't learning about the world around me, that's an L, uh, learning from my neighbors, learning from the world around me, learning from my community. Uh, if I couldn't learn, then I would become irrelevant. And uh, the last thing in the world I would like to do is be irrelevant for the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. 
So that was our, that's a little bit about why I think that this podcast could be helpful. Uh, as people have asked me to write a book on it. And several years ago, I asked my friend and brilliant friend, Dean Storelli, to write a book about this. And so he and I met three times to write the book. And on the third event, I carried all my notes to him and said, you write the book. I would rather be shot than write a book. So it's only now 10 plus years later that technology has caught up in my friend Daniel Chang, who's an ophthalmologist in California, has been encouraging uh, me to do a podcast on these things. And I thought, well, I, I couldn't think of better partners than Dean and uh, Storelli and Daniel Chang. And Dean, maybe you could take it from there. Sure. Yeah. So I'm Dean. Uh, I actually came in right between uh, writing down the seven L's and between 17. And actually, the way I was introduced to the L's is I met Gary and he said, Dean, there's one thing you have to know about me. My whole life is centered around seven L's. And he started naming them for me. And I was very intrigued. But he could only remember five of them at that time. I think the last two must have been more recent. <laughs> so I, I didn't think about it, you know. Uh, next day, he had 13. At times, there's been more than 17. I, my highest count that I remember is 23. Yes, 23 so, was the so, big number. So, so, yeah. so now it's tamed down to 17 or 16. So, so the thing I learned about Gary is he is not still. His mind is always reaching for the next thing. And as he mentioned, our country is changing. And you need to, to change along. It's not that the eternal truths of the Gospels change, but the, the audience's ability to hear and understand is constantly changing. And it's, it's gotten harder. So, so I met Gary in the middle of the L's, but I also met him at a point where I was beginning to sense that what I had learned to do in my earlier years uh, wasn't working quite as well. I had just come back from three years uh, overseas in Japan where what I was trained to do uh, definitely was not working, uh, but I had some wise uh, Japanese mentors um, who, who kept me on a, on a path that, that uh, fit where I was. And I was beginning to see that our own country was shifting in a ways that reminded me a, a lot of, of Japan. So I was uh, working on a, in a campus ministry, and Gary was considering uh, coming to the campus where I was, but he was a man who did live, live by some principles, and one of the first things he said is, I don't want to get in your way. You know, you're a young guy doing something. And I said, oh, please, I need somebody in my way. So the last, how long has it been? That was uh, early 90s. So 25 years has been... Uh, 25 years of Gary getting in my way in the, uh, in the best way possible and, and challenging me to think better. And uh, I, I'm, I'm the English major in the group. And so uh, uh, it's been very fun over, year, over the years to ask Gary, now tease out that word, tease out that idea. I hear you saying two or three different things, explain them to me. And so it's been a real privilege to, to also learn how to not stay still. So... By the time we get done, we may have 50 else, so we'll, we'll see where it goes. <laughs> yeah, hi, I'm Daniel Chang, and uh, I've known Gary since uh, I was in medical school. 
and uh, we were at uh, Duke together, and uh, my wife and I were hosting a, a, a group of students to read the Bible together. And then uh, at some point, uh, Gary came with uh, a few other people from the Navigators. And I still remember my first conversation with Gary. Um, he, we were talking about um, where uh, Eve was chatting with the serpent in the garden and uh, you know saw that the fruit was... Uh, I can never remember the three things. <laughs> it's pleasing to the eye, good for food, and something. Truth, beauty, and and goodness, or something. And uh, uh, I only have to remember three things. I can't remember the three, but uh, much less seventeen. <laughs> but um, just the the way that you approached that question, and you said I could ask maybe anybody that I encounter and have them think about life and think about you know what they're here for. And those are the truths that some of the truths that drive us. And for me, I'm like, boy. I, that this is not everybody I run into that thinks like this. And I think the, what, what impressed me is your value and approach of how do we talk with people in, in ways of significance? Um, you know, I've been going to a evangelical based church since before I can remember. And there, there's a lot of knowledge and information yet. A lot of it seemed dis, dis, disjointed and didn't seem relevant to the life that I was observing and, and living. And, you know, for, for you to think about ways that are kind of contradictory to what I've been traditionally taught, yet you would always come with examples of, of life and living and um, uh, something that happened this past week or something that you're in process of and not something that happened 20 years ago that makes for a great story with a dramatic ending. But this was just an ongoing process. So that that's what really struck me uh, about getting to know you. And through the years is, I think on top of that is just understanding that the relational component of that, both with you and um, with uh, how you live amongst people around you, but also with me. And, and just, you know, we kind of lost contact for about 10, 15 years after medical school, but then we reconnected about five years ago. And even though we're on opposite sides of the country, we talk on a, on a regular basis and, and having been out to North Carolina a few times and having you come out to California a few times and just kind of intersecting our lives where we can, um, it's just teaching me what relationship looks like and what uh, relationship with, with colleagues, with, uh, with staff, with, with friends, um, what it looks like in, in a kingdom standpoint. So not so much just trying to give the, um, you know, quote unquote, Sunday school answers to problems, but to, to, to really be in people's lives and, you know, I heard about the L's a few years ago. I think there were I's. There was a few I's at the time and some other letters, but uh, never realized that the L's were the driving force behind your life. <laughs> and uh, um, and certainly looking forward to talking through them and, and listening to to you and Dean talk about them and uh, um, see how that applies. You know, both to our lives and to my own life and to those who, who get to hear this. Um, hopefully, just to help spur on God's kingdom and to, to give people an opportunity to, to be free and um, you know, what God wants to do and, and not bound to some traditions that, you know, we've maybe put ourselves in. Mm. So, so let me give a little preview of where we're going. So what we're going to do is we've picked out a, a handful of these ideas, the ones that most often come up just for ourselves and in the people we've tried to encourage to, um, live in a manner worthy of the gospel. So we're going to tell a bunch of stories, and we're going to 
pull some stories apart. We're going to talk about some things that might be a little comfortable, uncomfortable, but hopefully we're going to do it in a gracious way. So, for example, uh, we might talk about an idea like boldness, and we might share some examples of where we have used uh, our understanding of that idea uh, to actually do damage to relationships. And we're going to try to peek underneath ideas like that. How did we get there? You know, how did we individually get there and how did the body of Christ? So you can think about this as uh, a series of a podcasts where we're going to do some construction of some basic biblical ideas of what it means to live in the world. Uh, but we're also going to do uh, a little bit of deconstruction where we're going to take some ideas that have been misunderstood and misapplied. Uh, this is nothing tragic. Uh, this is what it means to be human. Uh, we are always following God, and we're always making it a little more complicated than it needs to be. Uh, so hopefully what you'll, you'll walk away with is refreshed, uh, with more trust in, in God, and more trust in what he's already doing in your life. So one of the L's we probably won't have a whole session on is latent. So latency, uh, one definition, it means the things that are already there. It's latent. It's a latent characteristic. So we believe that loving people, loving God, uh, there is latent DNA. Uh, we often reject that DNA. We often fail to love. Uh, but you can trust that God is all ready transforming us into his own image. And we're just going to try to tease out uh, a couple topics along the way that we have found helpful. Hey, Brandon, tell us who you are right quick there before people get away. Hey, everybody. My name is Brandon Birch. Um, I am a, a church planter in Bakersfield, California, um, but also know a little bit about editing things and music. I grew up as a as a, a, the son of two professional piano players. And so been in bands and know a little about recording stuff. So I uh, know Daniel Chang. I'm here in this city. And he said, you need to meet this guy, Gary. And can you help with the podcast? And I said, yes. So you won't hear much of me. I'll just be behind the scenes, um, cutting and pasting and trying to make these guys sound great. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah. And Daniel, by the way, is the one who came up with the name of this podcast called Extending Eden. And we'll let you think about what we mean by that. I don't, I don't think it was me. Was it? I don't think it was me. I think it was Brandon. Brandon. Dude. That was Dean. I think it was Dean. It wasn't I me. I think I heard it from, I, I think you and I bounced a bunch of ideas around one day. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody owns it. Actually, no, I, should, I did it. It's mine. Give me, if it's good, I, I did it. <laughs> well, that, that remains to be seen. We'll see. All royalties go to Dean. Well, listen, we look forward to engaging with you who are listening along the way. And if you even have questions, at some point, we're going to figure out a way to let you ask us some questions. But right now, we're we're not that far along in the process. Yeah. So anyway, so thanks a lot for listening in. Have a good day. Now.